Nice to meet you. Did you, did you, did you really eat a hundred bottles of bone condenser? I like the bone condenser! You like... It's very tasty. You know me. I like chalky flavor. And let's face facts, my uh, bones could use condensing. <laughs> I have very wide, loose... It's, bones. It's something I've always... Very loose and wide. I, I've always thought your bones are surprisingly sparse. Thank you. Well, my card says here you're from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm going to act like we're the same height, if that's all right. Do you want to move it up? Is no, this, it's fine. It's, how I does it feel now, now, now that you're not feels, in control of how, some, how high somebody else can be? You sat across me for years. I did sit across from you for years. You wanted me to be low. I did... You were always weird about how high I was, and you were like, you should be low. Because... Honestly, uh, a person like you I don't normally see unless they're eating foliage from the lower than the food. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this. Uh, in this this episode, uh, which has taken me a little while to bring out, but never mind, I won't go in too much into that, um, there's going to be another six-minute shout-out. You'll have to wait and see um, what the what the contents of that will be. Um, the, the film I'm talking about for Podflix this week uh, is The Trouble with Harry, which is a, a Hitchcock film. I had never seen it, so you'll get to hear what I thought of that film. And you'll also get to, hear, you get to find out what um, the next film is going to be, the one that I'm going to be talking about in the next episode. Yeah, I shall reveal that I don't know what it is yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, there is also the next chapter of the Infinity Express. Uh, let's see, I've got the got the text document here. Um, yep, this week it's chapter sixteen, and again, no idea what's going to happen. It's just a random thing. I'm just going to get some prompts, and uh, I'm going to write a little weird chapter of this ongoing story so yeah um basically this story involves um a group of friends um from different worlds and they meet each other because there's this um train that travels through all these different dimensions so yeah um it's it's kind of interesting and very unpredictable um yeah, and that, that's pretty much uh, this week's episode. That's what's planned. And I need a tissue. Hang on. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, time to get on to the, the, the first bit. That was easy. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's go then. Well, on the bright side, we now get cable. Yep, it's time for the six-minute shout-out, so let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. And this internet wheel... Um, has lots of internets all over it, lots of stuff that could be looked at, enjoyed. Um, what's it going to land on? Is it going to land on something good? Okay, um, it has landed on. Are you talking REM re me? I had to read that. It's a bit of an awkward title. So yeah, um, here's what this is all about and. I will explain the title. You see, um, Adam Scott and Scott Ockerman uh, once did a podcast uh, in which they talked exclusively about those lovable lads from Liverpool 
U2. And that was called You Talking U2 to Me. I've actually played like the, the um, Adam That's Not Funny clip. That's that's from that podcast. And I, I listened to all those episodes. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, it seems that podcast is over now because the, the last episode they did was about U2's um, latest album. Um, and, uh, yeah, they decided to, uh, move on to REM. Sorry, I've got, I've got a mouth ulcer. It's, it's nothing serious, but it, uh, it stings. Um, and I'm not timing myself yet again. I don't know. So I'm going to call that one minute. So by minute number 10, I should be at the six minute point. I'm very disorganized. Um... And this is literally only. I, I suppose it, it's easy for me to talk about this because I've just finished listening to the first episode, um, and that's all there is so far. They, they, they talk about um, Chronic Town. I actually, cause here's the thing. I, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't really listen to an awful lot of REM because I was, you know, I, I was familiar enough with U2 to kind of be able to appreciate um, what they were doing previously. Um, on on this podcast, um, but yeah, uh, so this this is sort of because it's it's kind of the same setup, it's the same format, the same humor and everything. Um, so uh, it's 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 sort of interesting to me, yeah, because uh, I. Uh, because they, they they do make jokes. There are kind of running gags throughout, like since the start. The because the, you know, they, they actually they technically started this podcast a few years back, um, and now they've just sort of changed the name, and you know it's on a different, slightly different topic now. Um, but they do talk very sincerely about. Because yeah, this is all about the kind of music that um, they listened to a lot back in the day, and they still they still find themselves enjoying it uh, these days. Um, and they have some interesting things to say about music. Um, one of the things they like to say is, "This is good rock and roll uh, music." <laughs> that is like. I don't know if you can even call it humor, but it's um, it's become it's become a thing basically. Like um, in um, when when the, when, the, when it was all about U two, um, they would always refer to the band members as Bonobos, uh, Thedge, Adam Clay, two thousand pounds, and Larry Mullins' son. So just slightly off, just to just get the name slightly off, um, and it's just it's stupid. It's it. It's the kind of thing that you know. I I enjoy it mainly because, I I sort of have a familiarity with these guys, and um, I just like the silliness. I like that. Um, it, 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 it's it, it's it's sort of. It's like listening to jokes that don't quite land, 
yet somehow I just find it really entertaining. Um, so I'm glad that uh, this podcast isn't dead and that they have found a way to uh, keep it going. They've, they've sort of reset, uh, you know, um, in many ways it is very much the same show again. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm recommending this to anyone, like, because there have been a lot of shows on Earwolf. Um, I think I've mentioned a number of them. Um, if you like any of those shows, then definitely give this this one a try. <laughs> um, I don't know. Actually, are they? Uh, uh, are they using the same feed? Because I, I, I didn't need to subscribe to this. Because it was... Oh, yeah, there we go. Um, so I believe um, the previous 24 episodes that are mostly to do with you 2 um, are still there. So you can still listen to those. Um but if you want to hear them talk about REM, that's what they've done for episode 25 and onwards, and that's what they're going to be doing. Um, so it's kind of a, a weird show, um, and it's... Because, uh, yeah, Scott in particular has a very niche audience, um, but you know, it, it definitely works for me. So there you go. Uh, let, let me just read that again. Like you see, I have to read it out because, yeah, it, it, it's a bit hard to remember. Are you talking REM re me? The uh, the new title of you talking you do to me uh, says REM. Okay. <laughs> I shall have a birthday cake. Stands to reason they can't touch you for it. Nothing these days stands to reason. It was accidental, an act of God, perhaps. In a way, you should be grateful that you were able to do your share in accomplishing the destiny of a fellow being. Suppose, for instance, it was written in the Book of Heaven that this man was to die at this particular time and at this particular place. And suppose for a moment that the actual accomplishing of his departure had been bungled. Something gone wrong. Uh, perhaps it was meant to be a thunderbolt, and there was no thunder available, say. Well, then you come along, and you shoot him, and heaven's will is done, and destiny fulfilled. Your conscience is quite clear. You've got nothing to worry about. Sammy, I haven't got a conscience, and it's not heaven that's worrying me, because I don't expect I'll ever have to face it. And it's none of those noble things you were talking about, no. Nothing like that. What is it? It's me. The trouble with Harry is that he's dead, and everyone seems to have a different idea of what should be done with his body. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock, 1955, The Trouble with Harry. Um, I think I'll start by saying, yeah, I um, I, I do kind of like Hitchcock films. Um, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, this is one of those things, you know, the... the, the there, there are quite a lot, but there's a definite cut-off point. So, 
Um, I should probably get around to just having a look at them. You know, it just might be interesting. Um, just uh, filling in those blanks, getting the um, uh, all the ones I missed. Because I I think I'd heard of this one before. I just I definitely hadn't seen it. Um, and when it started, I found myself hoping that because I I I saw that it, it said it was a comedy it was a comedy mystery uh, on IMDb, and I thought wouldn't it be interesting if this was a Hitchcock film that does not rely on suspense and heavy drama. Um, I suppose that there isn't really a lot of heavy drama in it. Um, but if you know what I mean, I I was really hoping that this would have kind of a noticeably different tone to his other work. And, um, and the thing is, I didn't know anything about the plot. I didn't know why it was called The Trouble with Harry. Um, and uh, it was when it got to the part where they reveal the dead body. At that point, I was like, "Okay, this is a typical Hitchcock film." Um, because yeah, it's it is definitely witty. I did laugh a bit throughout this, and yeah, um, I just think you know, I. I felt like I was going to enjoy it a lot more um, because watching that first bit and it it did kind of make me think about uh, Rope because the, the great thing about Rope is that it just takes place entirely in one location and it's even um, short as if there is no cutting I mean technically there is but the the cuts are disguised quite well, and there are one or two, I suppose in, in order to establish the uh, three act structure, um, there the, there are some um, very obvious cuts. Anyway, um, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I, I did for a moment think, oh, is this going to be another one of those? Is, is this going to just take place in one location? Um, and and at first I thought, you know, the, this 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 seems like a great way of just doing a film where there isn't much to it. You've just got um, different people reacting to this one incident. Uh, and it, it is very funny how um, none of the characters, um, none of them panic when they find out Harry is dead. They have that moment of shock. Well, n- not not even all of them do that. You know, the the, um, the gentleman who first realizes that you know, he's accidentally shot. Uh, Captain Albert Wiles, I believe, is the name of this character. Um, uh, so he accidentally shoots him while he's out hunting. Um, and I, 
And I thought it, it's uh, it's interesting how when he first realizes what's happened, um, he he kind of goes cold, but then in a very Hitchcockian way, he's just. Yeah, he just sort of mutters to himself, "Oh no, no, I'm a murderer," and just <laughs> and I, I did appreciate um, how they they'd gone with this very kind of absurd, um, very eccentric way of of just. Um, Talking about Harry like he's he's like just um, is is being a real inconvenience by being dead. It's clever. I didn't love it. It it's annoying because uh, I I felt like I was able to get invested, but there, there is there is a lot of dialogue. And I, I feel like maybe just at the time I I kind of wanted a film that wasn't very dialogue heavy because um, I I didn't manage to stay focused. This is always a problem. <laughs> I'm really bad at staying focused. So yeah, uh, would I watch it again? Um, I think I'm gonna have to say no, because for the like, the 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 first the, the, that first scene made me feel like I'm really loving this. I could I could definitely watch this again. Um, but then as it went on, I just be, I just became less interested, and I didn't really get into the romantic part. Um, I think that that could have been done better somehow. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Um, not very good at giving constructive criticism of these things. But yeah, um, uh, it is. It is very Hitchcock. Um, I suppose I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Like I said, I think I, I might try and uh, be a bit of a completionist and seek out the rest of. The Hitchcock films, because there are a lot of really obscure ones, like his earlier work is, yeah. Um, anyway, it's time for me to reveal what the next film is going to be. The next one I'm going to talk about. Um, I'll just see which which one is the first one that comes up. I might have to hit pause. Uh, okay, yeah, just uh, give me a second. I'm going to go with The Devil Wears Prada, 2006. That's going to be the one I'll be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast. Adam, that's not funny. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. 
I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. So, yeah, uh, there's going to be Chapter... 16 is it? Yeah, uh, 16 of the Infinity Express, and I'm here at um, randomlists.com. I have my eight randomly selected words. I'm just going to quickly read these out, and um, then I'm going to hit pause, and I'm going to make a chapter out of these eight words. Dry, facts, mailbox, important, same, zesty, colourful, hover. Those are the eight words I need to work into this week's chapter. So yeah, um, I'll be back Be back in just a minute, and hopefully I should have a fairly decent chapter from those eight words. Okay, hang on. Okay, I'm done. I've rushed this one a bit, but um, it's not too bad. Okay, so chapter 16. Teresa is organising a special charity event for travellers of different realities. She writes a speech with all the fierce passion and dry wit she can muster. She attempts to fax a copy of it to Shane to get his opinion. Shane walks into her coach. I'm on this train too, you know, he says. Lisa checks her mailbox and sees that Teresa has sent her an invitation to the event. You can just ask me if I want to go with you, she says. There's going to be a very important person at this special event, Teresa says, beaming. Will it be the same joker you had at the last one? asked Shane. No, I found one of the most zesty travellers out there. Her name is Tabitha Gumble. Tabitha Gumble is a very colourful and exuberant young lady who has travelled to more parallel universes than anyone on record. Her preferred mode of transport is an interdimensional hovercraft. Teresa's friends become intrigued by this news and decide this might be a good idea after all. But will it be? We'll have to find out uh, in the next chapter. That'll be... The, the, <laughs> um, find out where, this, where on earth this story is going um, in the next episode. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? You're... Your neck is cold? You want me to get you a scarf? A bow tie? 
Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way, and I'm just going to read out the, uh, the, the... These were the clips that uh, I, you heard in this week's episode. They were from The Harry Hill Show, um, The Opposition, Community, Pete Moore, uh, The Trouble with Harry, You Talking You Two to Me, and Comedy Bang Bang. Um... Please uh, feel free to join me in the next episode um, when I will be giving my thoughts uh, on Devil Wears Prada. Um, I'll be writing another chapter on the Infinity Express and there'll be a new six-minute shout-out, which I still haven't decided on, but we will see. We'll see when that one will be. Um, Also, don't forget, um, I'm doing live streams now. I'm trying to do one every... Sunday at uh, 4pm Greenwich Mean Time um, so yeah uh, if this one th- th- this one will most this episode will most likely come out uh, before I, I do my Sunday stream this week because it's currently Saturday night um, so yeah the, the, there's no reason that I shouldn't be able to get this out in time um, anyway so that that'll be Virtually every Sunday, um, and it's on my YouTube channel. Um, and you can get access to this just by going to my website, uh, belugatoons.com. B E L U G A T O N S. Once you know how to spell that, it becomes really easy to find my stuff. So, yeah, there's my YouTube channel, there's my Redbubble store, belugatoons.redbubble. Uh, you can find t shirts and lots of other things. Um, I have another podcast, Video Gaga. Um, if you haven't started, if you haven't listened to that at all, um, then have a listen. I I do it with This Is Ready Made. It's this one that we do together. Um, and it, it it it's been a lot of fun with it. We've done quite a lot of episodes. Um, yeah, just a few more things, and then I can rest. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, what was it? Um, no, oh dear, my mind's gone blank. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Acast. Uh, yeah, and I think that's. Oh yeah, and there's my Twitter. Yeah, at Belugatoons. And if you want to find updates on this podcast go to at belugatoons pod so yeah uh, that's that's everything that's everything i need to tell you about head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.